Last time on Lawful Stupid. You've all three stepped through this door after being handed a note card. And it says, mission, travel to Junga. Find the source of the floods, investigate, resolve. And as you turn one specific corner, there is an individual who is coolly, I mean, just so coolly, leaning up back against the rock. And he says, codename's Breeze. I'm your guide for this, this little adventure you guys get to be on. Take the middle path through the woods. When you come to the second split, you're going to take the left one. There's only two roads there. So middle and left. All right. As, you, as you're setting up camp and you're maybe sitting around the fire, you hear crunching of leaves. Next to your head is what looks like a very flat, low to the ground, metal spider. It has some sort of symbol on it. It quickly scampers out of sight and is gone. You're well rested. You have met Breeze, who is your guide. You've got to spend a little bit more time with each other. And the last thing you remember him telling you is, you know, you just got to trust yourselves. And this whole test, this whole thing you're going on, this, this mission, everything, is to, for you to rely on one another. But you do have a mission to go on. And you're still continuing through these woods. You've already passed the first intersection and you took the correct path down the middle. And so he tells you to just keep going. And the next split that you come to, you're supposed to stay to the left. Is there any morning conversation you'd like to have before we jet set? Nope. Do I remember this metal spider? Yes. Yep, you all would. Vividly enough that I can create one with minor illusion? No. You saw it just, just briefly enough to see that it looked like a spider. Maybe maybe you didn't even notice it was metal. Okay. Nope. Then and no. I don't know if you bring that up to the others. Yeah, and if you don't, then it's just the thing you guys all kind of hold internally. Hmm. Seeing I'd, 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 like to roll, I'd like to roll uh, hold internally. <laughs> uh, roll a D6 <laughs> for me. <laughs> no. And add a D20. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you travel through the woods and still beautiful day today sun is out um, birds chirping and eventually you but you come to what looks like a very hollowed out section of this forest and in a large probably 200 foot radius the trees have all been cut down and suddenly the, the, the sound of birds is gone, obviously because they have nowhere to really stay. And it becomes eerily quiet in this section of the woods. Hmm. All the leaves are brown. Yeah. All the leaves are brown. All the leaves are brown. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I heard it. <laughs> All the leaves are brown. <laughs> hmm. Uh, do I see anything out of the ordinary other than the fact there's a 200 foot clearing? Are these like, does this look 
Magicals look human. Are there, are there burn marks? Or it, clean it looks cut? like it's 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 happened a long time ago. Perhaps these these don't look like freshly cut stumps. Are they cut evenly? Like like it was like it was like yeah exactly for lumber evenly. Or is it like yes. there was some sort of incident? Or no, it looks like they were purposely cut. Okay. Yes, that's where we're getting at. Yes, purposely. Mm, there's traps afoot. Are any of these made of hickory? Hmm. It's actually a hickory forest. Are I'm any of them... A quick um, question. Are any of them made of dickory? No, these, this is the dockwoods. Ah, I see. all dock, okay. dockwood. Yeah. The hickory dockwoods. So actually no dickory. Just, just became the dockwoods. <laughs> uh, you... <laughs> There better be plenty of mice about, sir. You walk, you walk to what would be the kind of the, the passage run leads almost to the center of this large um, area where the trees are cut down, almost perfectly center. And it it looks like the road where he said it's going to split one more time to the left and right, and this looks like that split. Is there a sign? There is no sign. Oh well, boy. Um. I suppose we go to the left. Yes. Yep. Okay, and you can see as you are nearing what would be the edge where the forest continues. Suddenly, uh, a character you recognize steps out, Breeze, and he says, still making good time. And as he continues to step toward you, about six other guys walk out of the woods behind him. Breeze, look out behind you. Oh, I know who's behind me, old friend. And these guys look gnarly. I mean, they look, they're pretty, like, pretty buff, pretty rad. They're tatted up, sleeveless shirts, uh, if, if they're oh, even wearing shirts. Um, high boots, and they all have swords or knives, and there's one who has a crossbow. And he says, uh, well, let's see what you got. And so quicker than you've seen him move at all, because his speech defies him in this moment, it, it seems like he's pretty pretty chill guy. He moves so swiftly, and he's able to get back behind these six guys that are in front of you. And we will roll initiative. Fantasy fans and adventure aficionados, I'm your host, Kip Gilligan. To my left is the legendary Stormclad Thundertongue. Now who in the hell's put sleeves on my suit? Join us every Monday to watch teams of heroes rise through the ranks of the League of Ultimate Questing. We're serving up a double-decker high fantasy blood spore burger with all the comedy fixins and no napkins. Bring a bib, because things are going to get messy. Oh, yeah! Visit slapdashstudios.com or wherever your favorite podcasts are available. No dungeon too deep, no quest too questionable. This is the League of Ultimate Questing. My name is Telkadar. I'm the party barbarian. We've been adventuring for a long time, and sometimes I can't keep my rage up as long as I used to. I was diagnosed with a rage tile dysfunction. It affects two out of five barbarians my age. That's when I discovered Viagro. 
Longer, more satisfying rages for me and my opponent. I'm always ready when my friends need me to bring the fury. Ask your party cleric if Viagra is right for you. Contact an apothecary for any rages lasting more than four hours. We keep you raging hard on the battlefield. Viagra, my anger will not be silenced. I hate him. Mm. I've made my decision. I hate oh. him. She's. <laughs> Never mind, I see. <laughs> hmm. So, have you, as you rolled, who got uh, 20 or higher? Okay. 15 to 20. Uh, Lucian got a 15. William, 16. Lucian, 16, and William. Uh, Lucian, 15. Oh. William 16. William 16. And then uh, 10 to 15? Uh, Miss B with uh, 12. What is your dex mod? Uh, plus 3. Plus 3. Okay. Okay. So uh, it, there's there's not a whole lot of, of cover to be had here, obviously, because you're in the middle of this deadened forest. And so what we'll do is Lucian, excuse me, William, you are up first. You have these six individuals sort of in a line, almost they're they're almost arcing. It's like the guys on the opposite ends are kind of have taken a step for a step toward you. And Breeze remains still watching. Hmm. Hmm. Um, all right. I will how far away from me are they? I'd say they're they're about sixty feet from you. I will back up thirty feet and cast Eldritch Blast on the guy with a crossbow. Okay, roll damage for me or roll attacks. Well, that's a miss. It's a six. Okay, you shoot this uh, this flash, and you're so far away, perhaps that he sees it. It's also in that one. Dodge out of the way. Um, what's going to happen there is. You will, you will drop your pen out of your pocket onto the ground. It would be in my hand, but yeah, I drop it. Will you drop that then? And then we're going to move on to Lucian. Uh, I am going. How far away are they from me? Sixty from you. Okay. Uh, then I am going to um, say a silent prayer and say. I'm not saying a silent prayer. I'm going to say a prayer because I'm going to say it. If I if I was silent, I wouldn't say it. Do it, I'm coward. Gonna, I'm going to say a prayer, and it's going to be, Lady of Light, let your light reveal where our enemies are weak. And I'm going to uh, uh, cast Fairy Fire. And Fairy Fire. Uh, it, it is a, a deck save of 13 for uh, all those creatures. Any creature in the area the spell is cast is also outlined in light. Uh, if it fails its save um, for the duration, they spread 10 foot light. And any attack roll against an affected creature has advantage if the attacker can see it. All right. So the six fail, Breeze passes. Okay. And then I'm going to um, I'm going to lay down prone, and I'm going to use call and response. Um, Stay low, 
Breeze is the real threat. Breeze is on our side. To be determined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up in the line is Miss B. I hate everything. Um, I guess she will pull out a short bow. See how well that goes, because they're far away. Uh, okay. And there's 60 ahead. That's correct. And from what I remember from some of the things with short bows, at disadvantage if they're far away, but like, how does this work? <laughs> there's, it has a range. What, It'll, yeah, the, range the range will be blank slash blank. Six, mm-hmm. I think it's 6120 on a short bow. Or... Uh, on my short bow, it's popping up as 80 and 320. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You're so don't so as, if it's, as long as it's within 80, you don't have disadvantage. Oh, okay. Cool beans. In fact, you have advantage. Because of fairy fire. Because of fairy fire, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. sweet. Well, let's go two dice. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, Which also triggers your sneak attack. Well, it's a 19 to hit one of the guys, whoever's dead well, well, center. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to call them uh, Bow, Goons. Dagger, Sword, Axe, Staff. Okay. And uh, Short Sword. Well, I know. Or did sword. We'll did, say you say sta- sword. did you say Staff in there? Yes. Okay. Staff Noted. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Was going to go Bow, and then you said Staff. I'm like, Staff guy. That's That's that guy. Uh, okay. What's your damage? Which uh, So which one do you, you want to go for? Staff guy, you said? Yeah, staff guy. Okay. Um, he has an infection. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about PH, right. PH. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine damage? Because I get sneak attack as well. Okay, yeah, so this must be the new guy. Uh, so what is your, you shoot arrow, right? Yep. Yeah, you shoot an arrow and it's straight into the heart. Not even really much blood, and it takes it. He's he's down. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, my bonus hide somewhere. <laughs> can you hide? Can I hide? Is there a place to hide? You can take like, was it like half three quarters cover or half cover or something? I think is is what you can do. But I think you're to do that requires. Is that that's not a bonus action? That's an action, right? Bonus action because uh, I'm a rogue and we're level two. Oh, so yeah, yes, yes. three three quarters cover and cover like are actually a, an object of cover can give you that benefit. Hiding doesn't give you cover; it's concealment, not cover. You mm, know that, Devin. Makes sense. So you would not be able to hide here in giant open field, sun, trees chopped down. But I will let you if you want to get behind the stumps in order to take cover. You can. I will do that. Okay, Since so that, that's going to put you prone. You'd have to lay down in order to do that. That's fine. As long as you, okay. is, is, is it fair to say that I would have done that as well? Yes, yes. Yeah. It'd be about the only way you could, you could lay fetal sideways. If you want. It's still laying down. But yeah, you're there. However you're doing it, you're doing it. Uh, right. Okay, now it's, it is the turn. Uh, I'm going to group these enemies to attack. And that's how it... So what I'm seeing is I've got... Uh, Lucian, you are 60 feet still, correct? Correct. Prone and, but you're and down, yeah, but you're prone. William has moved back to 90 feet. And Ms. B, you are... With Lucian prone. Okay, so you're right next... Okay, excellent. Yeah. 
So the the bow guy is going to take a shot at um, because the only one who's still standing they can see pretty, pretty clearly is going to be William. He's going to roll an attack there and he's going to roll a 17 plus 4. I mean, yeah, he hit. And that is going to do 7 damage. Oh, okay. Uh, and that ends his turn. And then Dagger, Longsword, Axe, and Short Sword will all run up 30 feet to try to get to you guys. And so they are still at 30 feet beyond. And Breeze is just going to watch. And that ends his turn. And so now it is back at the top of the line with William. What about... Um... Irvine, uh, Breeze. Yeah, he, he's just watching. He's just he's just watching. That's his oh. turn. Gay! Um, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on the guy with the bow again. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Let's see. Um, better. Uh, 13. Yeah, he hits. Uh, I deal two damage. Okay. Uh, he's I, peed. I lay down in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's the thing we're doing. Let's name this episode. I lay down in the forest. Okay, great. Now on to Lucian. Uh, I am going to crawl back 15 feet. Uh, gotcha. And, and then I will... I will cast... I'll just cast uh, Sacred Flame on uh, Bowman. Okay. So that is a deck save. Doop, doop, doop. That is an 18 plus whatever. That is successful. Okay. Pass turn in. <laughs> All right. And now we're going on to Ms. D. Uh, pre-rolled. Will you get mad if I have a nat 20? No, I'm out of that. <laughs> you tell me who you're shooting at there. Uh, it's gonna be uh, what was it? The club <laughs> Bowman. <Huh>? The Bowman? <laughs> sure, Bowman. Okay. Uh, and damage? You said it was yeah. Roll me damage. Uh, yeah, it'd be ten damage. Okay, and what's your max die on that? Is it ten on your max die? Uh, for a bow, it's six. Short bow. Okay, so I'm going to take a max die plus a roll. So you have. So add six to it. So whatever you had plus six. What did you have originally? Uh, I rolled a one for damage. Oh, you plus... rolled a one for. Okay. Yeah. So seven. Well, still, he goes down. Um, you, you again, in similar fashion, are just hearts and minds. Hearts and minds, but in a way that kills people. And you shoot him. In his heart. Shot through the mind. heart. Shot through the heart. You're and cheating. I'll be standing down. there. I okay. up. <laughs> and you are now standing. Excellent. All right. So now they are within range to our, So Dagger is going to run up to um, the only standing uh, person that's close enough to him. Actually, you're the one standing currently attack. And that is going to be three. So he's going to swipe at you and you are going to duck that. Uh, Longsword is going to run up to you as well to the right of Dagger. Uh, and is going to swing, swing and a miss. Axe runs to the left of Dagger. Uh, he swings, and as he does, he is going to accidentally uh, hit the back of the leg of the Daggerman. Okay. 
And then lastly is Shore Sword, who is going to come up to the right side of you. Um, 11. Uh, 11 does not hit. Okay, so all of these guys miss, but you are completely surrounded. Um, and it is uh, Breeze's turn. And he makes a call into the air. And his bird comes down and lands on his arm. And he seems to be talking to it. And we're back to the top of the lineup. William. Uh, I use 15 movement speed to stand up. And then... Did the bowman die? He's dead. Yep. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I pick um, the Staffman is still alive. There's no, a short sword. Died. Yeah, Staff's gone and bow is gone. You've got mm-hmm. dagger, longsword, right. axe, and short sword. All right. I shoot longsword, but I'll just blast. Okay. It's a 10. Does not hit. I lay back down. Okay, on to uh, Lucian. Uh, I'm going to stand up, and I want to put myself directly in the middle of these guys. Okay. So you, mm. I'm going to put you uh, shouldered. We're learning a lot about Lucian right here. I like it. I'm going to put you shouldered. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to put you shouldered with Miss B. And so what you'll have directly in front of you, but still within, the, I'm guessing, range of all those individuals is your axe, the dagger, the long sword, and the short sword within 10 feet at max. Uh, I want I want to be, if we're, if we're talking about squares, I want to put myself on the square that's touching as many of their squares. I want them within five feet of me. Okay, so you're going to be on the other side of dagger then. Yeah, I'll go so around. It, yeah, you'll go around and you'll have uh, axe, dagger, long sword. Okay, and then I'm kind going. The I'm going to uh, just hold up my shield, uh, which is also my holy symbol, and I feel like I'm like concentrating this will of light from my deity, like into my holy symbol, like I usually do. But instead of traveling down my left arm where my shield is, it travels down my right arm to where this bracer is mm. that I got uh, and, and, and I kind of feel the energy erupt for, and I see it uh, a flash of light come from there as I cast Word of Radiance. Uh, do it. And then what does that do as for... Uh, uh, it's, it's a constitution saving throw for every creature uh, within five feet of me. Okay. Each creature of my choice. Axe, so if Miss B... Axe, you know, axe fails... Dagger passes, and then I got an 11 for longsword. I don't know what that looks like. That's a fail. Okay, so two fails. So axe and longsword fail. Uh, axe takes five damage. Longsword takes six. Dang. Okay. Uh, and when that happens, uh, axe, he's looking the wrong way, and he doesn't really see even, he doesn't see you coming, first of all, and this attack just overtakes him, and he collapses to the ground, drops him, dropping the axe. But that does cause Longsword to to um, to turn and face you. And Miss B. So I'm gonna drop the short bow, uh, take out one of my daggers, and go for I think it was Longsword that turned towards Lucian. Yes. We're in the same spot, and I should get sneak attack because my yep. buddies. Oh wow, right. he's he's turned. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so it'll be 15 to hit. It does. Sweet. Uh, nine damage. Don't forget you have right. advantage on all it your attacks. You have advantage too, I already so did it. Well. Okay. I rolled uh, <laughs> So you, you slice across 
the back of his his legs, and that crumples him to the ground. Uh, and then as he crumples, you stab into the chest, and he's dead. Dagger and short sword immediately turn to run away from you. And so if you are there, um, and actually both of you can, you can take attack of opportunity if you want. I do not want to. Okay. And then uh, what about you, Miss B? Because Lucian did not, I will refrain. Okay. And you see them run uh, away back into the forest. And you're out of combat. Uh, as they run, any of the guys that are downed by us that are still able to be saved, I'm going to spare the dying. The only one I would say could do that, or Axe could, perhaps. Uh, actually, let's do, yeah, Axe could, because uh, Longsword got a double tap that ended him, so Axe can. Yeah, I'll, I'll spare the dying on Axe. <gasps> he comes back to life. And you know what? He grits his teeth at you almost as if he's ready to fight again. But then looks around. What are you doing? Just, you just need to rest. You, um. Get off of me! And uh, he, as much as he can, pushes you kind of away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I back up freely. Yeah, limps to the woods. I'm going to pick up my pen and join the group. Okay. As as he got up, he kind of grabbed something off of the body. Of of long of the longsword, and he's about to run into the edge of the woods when Breeze pulls out his rifle and just no scopes and kills him, shoots him dead. No scopes, you say? No scopes, man. I didn't know Breeze's alternate ego was XX360 <laughs> underscore no scopes XX. Blaze it 420. But today I learned. Oh, Laser yeah. 420. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate the assist. And he uh, he kind of he, he puts his he puts his rifle back behind him, and he walks up and uh, kind of he almost looks a little downtrodden, and he says, "Uh, you did well. You survived." That's more than I can say for that man. And he looks around, especially the one that Miss Miss B double tapped, or in this case, Hummingbird double tapped. He said, "And that one there, yeah." But he hadn't already given up. He wasn't already running. Are you gonna bury these people again? Yes, of course. Oh my god! <laughs> and why why would you bury him? You, you think they deserve some kind of kind of ritual? Or something there. I, I mean, I, I appreciate where you come from, and I, I get probably, you know, what, what your dig is. But do you know who these people are? I don't imagine they were very good people. They're not good people. Do you, these woods have been vacated for a long time. Do you do you know what these trees are cut down for? No. Paper. Well, you know, we we have beginning to manufacture paper. These trees are cut down because. They're, they're like prison camps that are built by the bandits in these woods. They've been vacated. You know what they do? Cool. They capture people in the surrounding village. They go, the, the tourists who come in from, from different places to Ariston, to Red Eye of the World, to Junga. There's different places on, on this island. And they capture them. And they become slaves. And they become, become tortured victims. 
And they do it all in the name of what? Gold. And so he he walks over because he's not he's not I guess he's probably a hundred yards from where that guy was. He says uh and he yells loud enough. He says, "Let's see what our friend decided was so important he had to take off his friend before I shot him dead." And he reaches down to his hand and it's and he holds up and what you can see kind of glinting in the sun back to you. Two gold pieces. He kind of, kind of comes back and he tosses the two gold pieces, um, not not violently, just kind of like to make a point to to Gale. And tosses them at you. I don't know if you catch them or not. I catch them. He says, uh, and they have a little blood on them from where he'd been shot. And he says, take a look at that. That kind of thing right there is happening here all the time. I told these boys that I knew there was a group of three people walking through here who had more coin than I'd seen in a long, long time. One, because I have to put you to a test. I have to know you can fight. Two, you help me rid some of these people, rid the forest of, of some of these monsters. And there are good people and there are bad people, and I get what you're doing. But you have to know the difference. Lucian is going to walk up and like without even like his, his head's down, without even looking up, he reaches his hand out and he touches uh, Breeze on the chest. Uh, Breeze will, will look for a moment. He won't move, but he'll look. There's darkness in your heart too, Breeze. There's darkness that stains your life. Maybe not as much as these guys, but there's there's some in there. Um, isn't it a comforting thought to know that when you die, that that doesn't have to come with you? That there's a beautiful light beyond this world that's going to remove that darkness from you and let you continue on pure? Doesn't that Doesn't that bring you some comfort? You know, I, I used to think um, I, I, I'm a worshiper of Animos myself and uh, the goddess of air, goddess of life, goddess of, of all things renewed. And For a long time, I believe that same thing. I believe, you know what? There's some good things coming afterwards and there's good things that come to those who, who try hard. But uh, you see these fellas here, they took the, the one good thing I had in a partner in this life. Me and, me and my pal here at the KNG. And they tortured him for a long time, trying to trying to get me to come out to... Because uh, we'd been working on the camps real good. Been working on them. I don't know how they got him. They got him. But he would not he would not turn me in. And so uh, I decided then that I would make it my, my personal endeavor and assignment to rid the woods of this filth. They just keep multiplying faster than I can do it. But every once in a while, K&G tosses me some new trainees, and I get to walk them through here. And on the, on the way, I get to you get to help me expunge these woods of these terrible people. And that's my burden to bear, and I'm okay with that. Darkness? You're right. But you almost need to have the ugliness inside of you like I do, so I can sleep at night. Well, I can sleep at night just fine, even if I'm a little tired. But it took me a little bit longer to get there. So you can keep watching from the sidelines that hate in you. Or you can grab a shovel and help me dig. Nah. I'll keep watching from the sidelines. That's only because I do my, my best work from long distance. 
and he uh, he kind of looks at the other two and he says, uh, "You may not agree with it, but we've all got our problems. We've all got our our secrets. But I do want you to know that you, you did a good job. Protected each other. Protect yourselves. Use the environment. That's good." Miss B is already working on digging these holes because she knows this is what Lucian's going to do at this point. So she's just going to do it until we get done faster. <laughs> okay. And uh, William, are you going to help or are you just chilling? Oh, uh, that's a hard no. <laughs> that's fair. I picture he's just like on a stump, like just like, you guys got done yet? What is it taking to do this? Uh, no, no, no. In fact, this is what I want. Yeah. Um, no, in fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my once per long rest ability. I'm going to set my pen down on one of these stumps and I can listen while doing this. And once they're done for the hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever the fuck they're doing. I'm going to go inside my pen. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to relax on the cushions and stuff and just hang out in the nice air-conditioned space that is Eshi's vessel while they're doing this manual hmm. labor. Does, um, begs the question, does Eshi manifest in any way here more so than when you are outside of uh, the Oh, yeah, she would be residing. This is her vessel. So this is where she stays when... I don't like summon her out to chit chat with her. Okay, um, and I can't remember. Did I did I say what Eshi looked like in the episode? I think she was kind of like a ghostly figure in the first one, like a. I've described her in the background. Thing that I gave you. Type. We could find that. So she's she's sitting there with you. Then she's already she's reading uh, um, an old book of some kind. Uh, Sherazade's you... Thousand Tales. <laughs> Step inside. Yeah. I just hang out. They're digging graves out there, and I thought it's way more comfortable in here with you. Hmm. Digging graves was always fun. But why why aren't you joining them? Because they're digging graves. That's not Hard my speed. Oh, and she hands you uh, over a cup. It has like a shot of blackberry uh, brandy. And he goes, this is probably more your speed anyway. Super is. I relax for the next hour and a half to two hours. However long it takes you guys to dig graves. And is it weird that he is suddenly gone to you two, or do you notice? I mean, I guess it's something he's done before. You think, or you probably don't fucking notice. No, I don't. I haven't activated it yet with mm, them. Okay. To be clear, because it's one day use. I I just I didn't expect him to help out, and I imagine he's off somewhere. I don't think I'm really paid attention. Okay. The bodies yep. are buried. Um, it's hot now. It's high noon, and you you you've kind of broken a sweat. And uh, you're on your way again. Uh, I guess you've come out of the pen at this point, William. Kind of. How do you know they're done? How, what's the sign? Because I can hear. I okay. Can oh, hear. You, said you, you can still hear what's going on. So well. Okay. Yeah, I can hear what's going on around the pen. Uh, it's it's hot so. out, so I'm gonna take off my my overcoat. Um, I'm bare underneath Ooh. of it, just muscled, teen mm. body, <laughs> dripping with sweat. Um, <laughs> as I as I light a cigarette and walk towards the sunset. Um, Eric, with, wait, is but but then I tie my long the sleeves of my of my coat across my waist. Is Lucian kind of uh. hot? 
Not kinda. Is he, is he hot? He springs was right on? up until he tied his sweat sweatshirt around his waist. Oh, I, I was I was I thinking like, oh, that was gonna, that's gonna be the thing to ruin it. Then I thought about it. I was like, nope, yep. still hot. Mm. Nope. Mm, so is he it, jacked sorry. canonically? What's that? Is he jacked? I mean, he's he's always every I would, day. I would say wiry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely underweight for his height, but he's 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 toned. Okay. But he fights great in his class, you know? Yeah. So... I ain't worried about it. Soon after you've left kind of this, uh, the dead circle of the Doc Woods. That's the title of the book someone's going to write. Yeah. William is, like, refreshed, by the way. Like, they've just <laughs> been great. digging a grave. <laughs> He's, like, feeling good about his life. <laughs> yeah. What's, what, I'm sorry, what's your spirit's name again? Eshi. Eshi. Eshi, uh... Gave you a, a manicure while you were in there, Manny Petty. <laughs> oh yeah, they look real clean. No, oh, I'm with it. I'm like, I'm not against it. They're like clean and polished. Man, man Miss B is just toughing it. Like hair in a ponytail, rolled up sleeves, partial dress thing that she's got. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. It's fine. It's fine. Moving on. <laughs> One thing we love at Lawful Stupid, among the other things we love at Lawful Stupid, is spreading the word about your business. Or maybe you want to tell your sweet, sweet grandma that you love her for the world to hear. We want to give you that chance. If you're a business and want to get your services on the air, or just want to tell a loved one a personal message, head on over to lawfulstupid.org forward slash message in a bottle. There you can take around 250 words to say what you want. Business ads are $20. Personal ads are 10 Tell the world what you have to hear with Lawful Stupid's message in a bottle. travel for a little while longer and and by a little while longer i mean it's probably three it's three more days three more days of these flat plains you finally come to things are changing a little bit so you're a little bit more hopeful but you don't run into anybody on the way and then you still wonder where's breeze because you haven't seen him for a few days and then finally in the distance you see very sparse separated but you can tell there's there's it's a it's a small village and this must be it. This is this has got to be the place. Um, you've been following the, the path that you were given and the directions that that Breeze gave to you. So canonically, we've been traveling for a few days total, right? Like mm-hmm. just based on what you've told me. Yeah. So it would be in all a total of about eight days that we've been traveling. Yes. First of all, let me just heal right up. Um, <laughs> is there anything that your characters would have like communicated over this this timeline? Um, specifically, I, that, I, that my guy would know. I feel like um, Lucian would be trying to like explain what he's done and 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 why he's doing it as per 
his his faith and i think that he would also be very very uh shown a lot of gratitude towards miss b for helping him dig those great like probably giving her the choicest of the rations that he's prepared <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miss B is just, like I said, she's tough at it and dealing with the card she's been dealt. So any small chit chat is probably like just short and pleasant, but nothing like, uh, surface deep. Cool, 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 cool. On William's side, consistent because there's no getting away from you guys. He's like talking to somebody that doesn't exist for you guys. Hmm. Like having conversations and it's very normal for him to do this he's just doing it in front of you because like there is no there's no private time anymore yeah I'd probably bring that up yep um who's Eshi I'm sorry who is um who's who's Eshi oh hi uh, She's a, um, a patron of mine. Uh, she gives me power in exchange for uh, doing work for her. Similar to what you have. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, I, I, you're not the first warlock I've met. Um, Good to know. So can, as she can hear us though, right? Um, yes. Okay, well, if she has anything that she needs to say to us, just let us know. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, happy to pass along any messages that she uh, may or may not need to give to you. Um, I, I think we're all good here. She seems uh, not to hate you, which is good. She's a fine person. Spirit. Thing. We're, we're not into labels, you know? No, I understand. Miss B just nodding along. Like, yeah, that's perfectly normal. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of talking to people that don't exist, um, you have a god, and I'm not sure that I've, like, gotten that name down. Um, you know, for me, William. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm being asked. Well, who's your god? Nova. Yes, uh, that makes sense. Thank you for letting me know, William. Because <laughs> Dwayne knows, but I'm not sure that William knows. Oh, sure, sure, Because we never had a conversation. Got it, got it, trying yeah. Trying to lock that in. Yeah, uh, her name's Nova. She's Lady of Light. Um, mm. I'm really lucky that she shares some of her power with me. Yeah, luck. Hmm. Good point. It's nice of you to bury those graves. Or dig those graves. Uh, you hear Eshi say, um, ask him about those bracers. I, I'm, something's, something's coming to me. I, I, they seem familiar. Uh, 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 um, Gail. Or Night. That's or what you did. Gale. No, no, Gale is what um, Breeze said to call you, and he's super cool, so I'm <laughs> going to do true. what he says. I'm not super down with him killing people, but he is pretty cool. 
Uh, as she wants to to know about those braces, she says um, there's something interesting about them. Yeah, I got them from the armory, and they had um, Nova's symbol on them, so I kind of figured that's for me, right? Um, they, I, I think that the um, uh, what's that guy's name or his title? The guy who checked these out to us? Oh, it's the armor. Uh, I don't even remember what I got. The armor. The armor said it was one of the bracers of the six. So presumably there's five more out there for the other main deities. Oh, great. I well, Let's find those five. There's six deities. I'm not. Yeah, there are. Pick on the religions. The six. Yes, they are referred to collectively. Um, and so here's what I'll tell you, actually. Mm-hmm. So what you would know about um, about the, the Immortal Six specifically, and, and probably from your time you spent training in the temple, uh, the Immortal Six are, are pretty popular figures in the lore um, for, for all of the pantheon of the six major gods. So most people would know about the Immortal Six. Yes, and so the Immortal Six were apparently this um and that he can tell you or you can you can know or not know how much you know you decide to know the immortal six were each a representative for their respective the god because the people believe and you guys would know this people believe that the gods the six gods all created the certain different races and place them they each got their own continent to create on and so they each uh, created different races in the world and so these immortal six were sort of the champions of their deity um, and they work as a team to, you know, travel around, keep peace. Um, and everyone's pretty familiar with, with all of the gods. And they're all pretty um, friendly as far as that goes, except for one um, that, that sticks out. And so your character would know this as well, Shane, uh, that, that the god that no one particularly cares for because of what he represents is his name is Kinos or the void is what they'll call him as well. Uh, and he's kind of like the the god of like the shady deals, the deception, the darkness. You know, the the opposite, a very opposite of light, obviously. And so, other than that, but the the warriors all represented, you know, the best parts of their deities. And so, though the particular braces you had belonged to um, that that warrior for Nova. And I share all of that freely. I just. Devin, if you just send me a list of those names, because I assume I would know the, at least their names. Well, yeah. Yep. You, you don't have to do it right now. I just want that for my notes. That's all. Well, I, it's, it's nice to uh, walk with someone who has... Um, oh, a nice copy-paste. Uh, who walk with someone who also has a uh, power... From an immortal being. Yeah. We should do all right. Especially when it's B watching our backs. Oh, yeah. She does most of the work, and I like that. She's pretty violent, I'm noticing. (laughs) She takes care of people. Yeah, Uh, she does. It's just a good thing she can't hear you. I don't know that that was Eshi's voice, but I took it that way. No. It, it super fit. I just assumed that she was like, she's violent as fuck. That's awesome.
Yeah. Okay. And so you you make it to this town. As you were coming in, you noticed there were a lot of people working out in these fields. It's become a marshy environment. Uh, they are farmers. They are some are planting in some fields. Some are just tending the fields that have grown up, and some are even reaping from fields that have seemed to have grown different fruits and vegetables and wheats and grains and um, all these various um, agricultural produces, things, whatever they, they're they're doing the work. The village you'll notice, it seems to be every building you see is on some sort of stilt. Um, What you notice is that some of these buildings, they are lowered to ground level, while a majority of these buildings remain at least 8 to 10 feet on stilts in the air. Um, But the devices that they're sitting on looks like they can be moved up and down to the different uh, levels. So you can move the building can be moved to be on the ground level or moved up. Um, and as you traipse through, your boots get muddy because you're in this marshland and you enter into what you believe is the city of Junga. And people stare at you as you come through. This seems to be a very, a, a very tribal, mostly tribal village. And so they all dressed in, in very minimal clothing, uh, darker skin. Uh, they're often in the sun. And so they uh, will stop and look at you briefly and then go back to work. I hate this so much. Yeah. Do you realize how much how much work it's going to take to get this mud out of my pants? <laughs> Not used to getting your hands dirty, huh? He didn't shovel no. at all. I don't think he knows. Uh, why would I? Why would I get my hands dirty? Fair enough. Pass. And as you come into town, the, the buildings, uh, they begin to change because what they look like originally all in the stilts, even though they're on stilts, they have these decks that circle all of the buildings, uh, walkways, obviously. And then so the, the buildings are all round, mostly round, and they're made out of um, a light coating of almost like hay and mud slapped together, uh, maybe some, some rocks or pebbles thrown in there for the side structure. And then it's just hay and leaves, like these large leaves they found for the roof. Uh, that's what most of the buildings look like. Some of the other buildings are like normal city buildings you've seen. Um, and that would be mostly... Or, or actually, you, you guys are all from fairly larger cities except for Miss B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so for more, it may be a little bit more homier for you because it's not like the big city. It's a little more um, secluded. Mm. I kind of like it here. Not so much the mud. Yeah, no, that's awful. Let's find an inn. That's where people know things. Sure. Okay. Uh, and as you, you don't take you long before you walk as you walk in, and you see a place that actually just has the words "in I N N," and there's nothing fancy about it, but it, it says enough to you that you know that that's where you need to go. Is there like a universal symbol in your world um, that is like for and like a red roof? There will be. It'll be a bed, spots? and like uh, <laughs> which is obviously a bed, and then also like a beer mug. Those are just like cards. Okay. We'll do that. No, yeah. I just, I, I'm trying to give our DM an opportunity. It's to a red build. roof 
with also <laughs> oh you don't have to do but that. that's just a coincidence for this one <laughs> it is just one time it's, it's, it's just no it's an it's a uh what is it what is the eight motel motel nine motel six yeah motel six there you go oh no you, know, you uh <laughs> i know what you're talking about what is it um motel eight or something like that the super, one that eight eight or something? super eight motels. i don't know man anyway uh, and you walk in. What kind of doors do you have? Are they swinging bar doors or regular doors? Or were they half doors, but like vertical? Like a saloon? Where you like, you have Baby to... Baby gates, they have to step over. And they, like, you have to push them down, they pop back up. <laughs> you have you to, to push them down in. and up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you get into this place, and the patrons all seem to, to look a lot like the, the people as you walked in. Look like farmers. There's a table off to your right. As you walk in, there, there's some younger guys. They are human males, and they are dressed in this more militaristic red garb. And they're just being, and they look young, and they're just being loud and obnoxious. And some of the people in there, the other patrons, have, have kind of moved away. You can tell they've given some space between the tables that they're at and the ones where the, the, the boys are. And the bartender, every once in a while, passes a glance over. Do I know this red garb? Does that like you said it's a militaristic? Is that like does that stand out to me? Uh, you you do not know. Uh, it looks familiar, but you just can't place it. Is what I'll tell you. So let's, let's do that. I would know a lot about the nobles and the noble family since I'm a courtier. So wouldn't I recognize their military uniform? Since I'm a courtier, and that's I'll give my, you uh, that they are part of the part is okay. They're part of the Red Guard of Ariston. All right, cool, cool. Red Guard of Ariston. All right, cool. That's my whole steez is knowing about royalty and countries. Yeah, so All they right. are they are the Red Guard of Ariston. At least their uniforms tell you that. Okay, cool. They could be lying. I would like to go and approach the um, young soldiers who are a little bit raucous and causing a bad time. I'd like to accuse them of over drinking while implying that I'm on their side, but of a slightly higher rank, only to then realize that they are only drinking root beer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a real life story that happened to us. (laughs) We were accused of drinking alcohol in uniform, but it was root beer, and that guy looked like an idiot when he found out. No, um, I don't have anything to say to these people. I'm sorry. You do that. No, you go ahead, Dwayne. Uh, I do want to walk up there because they're causing a problem, right? Yeah, they're causing a scene for sure. Yeah, so um, I'm going to walk up and say, uh, excuse me, who who is in charge of, of you? And there are group. four. So three of them like immediately glance over to this. He's a little bit bigger than the rest of them. Blonde hair, blue eyes, pretty good looking kid, but he's he's just Arian, he's a punk is what he is. An Arian so he looks, from Arison. looks smugly it. at you. He he's he stands up and he towers over you by about a foot. And he doesn't have it. He holds his helmet in his right Jesus, hand. This guy's seven foot tall? Yes, big boy. He stands over you and he says, uh I'm in charge. Uh you've got a problem here, bud. Uh, no, no, but I believe the Zen does, and you, you and your your group are causing quite a stir. And as someone from the Red Guard of Ariston, I don't believe you want to be casting such dispersions across your your titles and ranks and your organization by drinking and. 
causing a scene. That doesn't seem like something. Oh, I... hold, hold on, hold on. And he looks at his drink and he like takes a drink, like downs it, and then slams the glass. He goes, "Oh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, could you start over? You know, after the boring <laughs> part." Oh yes, you're all going to be demoted if you continue. To <laughs> and this. the the three look afraid, but he looks at them and he's like, "Okay, bud. Uh, what is what's your rank? Who do you report to?" I report to the... Uh, let me do this. Um, Combination history deception check? Well, uh, <laughs> so I want to say... Um, I want to look at him and say... My rank is not important. But it is important is that I am a person of the courts. And I bend the ear of everyone who puts gold in your pocket when you do your job and and frankly this is a backwater town and for you to cause problems here is beneath you disrespectful and most importantly boring so if you don't stop I will have your wreck and I will have you shoveling shit faster than you can count to ten and that's not fast so I got time one of the people is going to turn. <laughs> is that that quick? And then he looks around, and his friends, he, he looks at his friends, they're not laughing, but when he looks at them, they begin laughing, like a, a nervous chuckle. And so then he looks over at the bartender, and he says, uh, Hey, uh, hey, Lucille. And she, like, annoyed, looks up. So this guy says, you want me gone, is that true? You want me to, you want me to take my boys, and we'll, we'll get out of here? And she, she goes wide-eyed. And, and like a no she doesn't say anything but she's shaking her head no and now everyone is watching all of you guys I continue with my tirade listen sir I, I don't want your name I don't want your title or your rank but if you continue this well, you and I are going to have a problem and it's not a problem you want to have so move on or I will have your rank I'm happy to can like lie about this. Let's do um do a persuasion check for me. Okay, cool. Uh not great. Thirteen. So two of his friend, two of his cohorts will they have heard enough and they are afraid that they may have either Mm -hmm. pay or their rank taken away. And so they do get up and slowly leave and this guy says hey I didn't tell you guys you could leave and so they stop and, and they look at each other and they look no, at you no you should go I, and so they I take one more them. step as you say that away and one more step away and he doesn't say anything so they leave listen here titan of, of, of stupidity your friends have a brain and listen all I ask is you pay your tab and bolt this isn't normal behavior for the Red God. Don't dishonor those uniforms you stand in. Uh, this appeal works a little bit more with him. Uh, uh, instead of like the, you know, I'm going to take this. It's kind of an appeal to his honor. And he does not like that. And so he, he, he kind of shuts his mouth up, looks at you smugly, stands, kind of readjusts his arm and says, Yeah, I, I got some other things to do anyways. And so he says, Pay up your looks tab at his friends, and go. Lucille, put him a tie, please. No, sir. 
I said, pay your tab. And, and he, he leaves. He, he ignores you after that and continues to walk out. I cast Charm Person. Fuck this guy. Okay. Um, I need to roll something <laughs> right to resist. Wisdom saving throw. Okay, he got a 19 plus. He, he's not All right, he succeeds. Oh, fuck this guy. I wish I had offensive magic right now. <laughs> Wish I had fireball. I'd fucking kill him. I, I'm gonna take everyone out. Uh, and he leaves. Bust this guy. And everyone almost kind of breathes a sigh of relief. Worm sits at the bar. Lucille, do you have blackberry bread? Mm-hmm. Best in these pots. Great. I will have one. She pours one. She says, "Uh." I should charge you double. For? You don't need to be running them boys out of here. They are boys. But if you keep treating the only protection we got for the crop we grow, we ain't gonna be able to make it. Yes, I understand. No good deed goes unpunished. I drink my drink. Well, what do you have, young lady? Uh, would you happen to have tea? Hmm, good glass of tea. Hot, cold? Hot, please. Absolutely, coming up. And for you, sir? Oh, just water. Thank you. It is hot out today. We have the best water in these parts. Everything seems to be the best thing. <laughs> and she, she gives you that. She gives you uh, the hot tea. And she says, Now, of course, you ain't from around here. So what brings you to these parts? Which are the best? Uh, we're trying to identify the source of all these floods. Oh, oh Lord. And everyone else kind of perking ears as they hear you. She's like, I, I thought they'd send somebody, but I didn't know it would be so quick. Um, it's tearing us apart, to be, to be honest. Uh, I'm so glad you're here, but if you really want to find out what's going on, you need to go talk to the mayor. Okay. Well, as soon as we finish our drinks, we'll go, we'll go talk Absolutely, to him. Absolutely, Sugar. And I, you know what? On the house. If you hit it, to, on the house, everybody. And she pours you each another of the thing you had. Uh, Double water. I'm going to be so fucking hydrated. <laughs> Double water. <laughs> right, she'll turn it, down a second tea. There's too many. <laughs> turn down for what? William does not turn <laughs> it down. He puts a gold piece on the, on the bar as a, as a tip. She says, uh, and have y'all been here before? No. Thank God. No. I'm, I knew the answer before you answered. So when you leave here to go see the ma'am, you're going to want to take a left and follow that road until it becomes more cobblestone and not dirt. And in the mm-hmm. town square, uh, on the other side of the well, in a red building, ironically, <laughs> is the mayor's office. And uh, he'll be expecting you. Now, I don't want y'all to be leaving out of here on empty stomachs, so I'm going to go prepare you something, and I'll be right back in a jiffy. Bring me all your eggs. (laughs) Just kidding. Well, we got a few kind of eggs. Would you like me to tell you about (laughs) No, no. We've got (laughs) really just chicken eggs. That's the only ones we got. Ostrich eggs, chicken eggs, people eggs too. People eggs too. Um... As she disappears, 
a man bust into the bar. Doors slam down and up and left and right. Whatever our doors <laughs> do in this world right now. But everyone stops and turns. And the there's a large, imposing man at the, at the door. Kind of like the sun coming in almost blackens his entire... like He's just a, a silhouette because you can't see his figures yet. His arms are against the post of the door and he says... The floods are coming much sooner. And that's where we're in the episode. Woo! Well, that's exciting. Oh, okay. It's so good to see my good friend. Finnegan show up. <laughs> Finnegan show up. <laughs> my name is Finnegan Finn. Again. Oh no, I'm sorry. My son was just born. I am daddy again. <laughs> I am son again. <laughs> hey, so if you want to support the show, you can do so normally at sortallawfulstupid.org. However, however, we're doing a team challenge. Um, you can go to sortallawfulstupid.org and you can pick up a sticker of your choosing. Um, the designs are just so good and the like the 10 you need to buy are for team lucian because whoever gets the most stickers purchased um gets uh fame notoriety uh lots of like checks that will bounce but ultimately <laughs> they do get inspiration so that's just key like uh, william's gonna write some checks as butt can't cash and he's gonna need that inspiration mm-hmm. so like let's just you remember did that. say so whoever purchases the first. most will be like getting that inspiration so just remember that hashtag team lucian. I, I agree hashtag team lucian um now, see my misdirect right there. <laughs> I would like to just point out <laughs> I that I God. am. Yeah, he just now caught it. <laughs> <laughs> I love God. No, he caught. Oh, I, I said it saying. wrong. He caught it. I tagged on, and then he giggled, and I love it. <laughs> hey. hey. So I'm blown away that by how far Lucian is in the lead. I know that three days ago we released. <laughs> sweaty boy variant Lucian stickers <laughs> and I know that they are very sexy but I didn't expect it to push me ahead so much. I was weird that suspenders were on him. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's I it. Mean, Where he's they got that, he's got that. He's got that V. His pants are a little bit too low. He's got that V. You know what I'm saying? Deep V. Like a shirt. <laughs> I love watching Avon take notes. <laughs> but you know what the notes say? <laughs> Fuck this. It's a stupid idea. How do I get out of this podcast? It says, Dear Dream Diary, thank you. <laughs> Slash, you're welcome. Uh, Love, Ava. Like, now there are the uh, not suitable for work variants happening. So, like, I guess, fine. Mm. It's suitable for work. You have to work at, or at, the, at the place where they make Wrangler's Gene <laughs> calendars. <laughs> well, anyway, because there are some variants coming out, Miss B should be in the lead now because guess what's in a week and a day? <laughs> what's that? My birthday. I won't birthday. know until a week and a day from Your now. Your birthday? Yes. What would you, would it, hey, if, if anyone my birthday's you in again, seven days. Wait, did you say a week and a day? Uh, yeah, from this episode posting. Oh, from in this episode future. posting. Oh. <laughs> I'm working in oh, the future. Did we have the same birthday and I didn't know that? <laughs> You're so 2000 and late. <laughs> yeah. Womp womp. 
So what she's saying is go buy them stickers as a birthday gift to her. She wants that inspiration. I don't know who or, the, I don't know who the lovable NPC is yet that you because you know you had Fendel, you had the proprietor. I'm gonna leave it up to box seats. You got time, bro. Me. It's Shane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my turn. Uh, no, it's Shane's turn. It's roll for humanity. Let's do that. Hey. First. I'll roll for humanity. And you know what it said? What? It said 18. Dang. It said, here, Thurgood Marshall College Fund, have an 18. I said, you fucking got it, boss. That's a lot of monies. This is the best roll for any charity we've had. It's because it's oh, back yeah. in my hands and I roll uncommonly <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, good rolls and dollars, if you... Uh, Give us some dollars and support us on Patreon. You get to access all the cool things in our Discord, as well as whatever releases on Patreon, like Uncle Shane Saul's tabletop stuff. Uh, so you should come check that out. Come and join our Patreon. We'll be waiting for you to spend your money on us so we can take it Cash and use it all the things we really like. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. You get the $50 tier. You get to see uh, the in-between shit. Like so, like when I'm late to episodes, like you get to you hear get to the bullshit that, yeah. in. When I'm more beers in than I should be at this recording, you get that. Like so, currently yeah. we have uh, Nekova, we have Zebra, and we have Aha, who are our patrons, and they are hanging out with us. Um, and so that's it's really cool, and we thank them very much for that for for supporting us and loving us and staying with us. So and that's you how you know we're here. Messages the whole time, which is super fun, actually. Mm-hmm. You get to hear all of the horribly racist, unsensitive things that we say before Ginge edits it out. Mm-hmm. We use I, a strong word. I don't know. Devin. Yeah. <laughs> De- what? <laughs> we I, love I, you. No, Shanka, that we hard cut out. If you're going to tweet about the show, and when you do, and you decide that it's a thing you want to do, you're going to use the hashtag stupidcast. When you do that, Shane will see it. I think he gets an email or something. And he's going to take your name and he's going to put it into a song form on the episode that he sees it. So that's a thing you could get. So do that. That's Tell a, the world a prize about worth winning. If you want to leave a review and you want it to be honest, please leave us an honest review if you pick three stars or four stars. We want to know how we can improve. So without further or, ado... If you want to leave a review and it just be like a fake Amazon review, just five stars and it just says the product was great, that's do fine that, too. Do that too. Yeah. It helps just boost us up the list in the podcast place. <laughs> All right, everyone. We love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.